Right, what's happening? All good? Yep. All if good. I sit here, is that better? Yeah, yeah. there's more I guess, because we want it to be around 12. Right, yeah. definitely. Do you know how good Bruno Mars is to me mm-hmm. and how guilty the pleasure is? Yeah. I would flat out go to that gig alone. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I would go see Bruno Mars by myself. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to episode 22 of Confessions Over Coffee. Once again, I'm not joined by Joel. Um, he's he's fucked off, and then he says he's too busy for me. So I I bring I bring to you uh, my uncle uh, and comedian writer, funny man, uh, Karen Bartlett. How are you? Funny man. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's such a that's such a um, that's how somebody that's how they would describe you if you were dead. <laughs> funny man. Local funny man. Gets murdered. In a circus. Yeah. Look at the funny man. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, I'm alright. How are you? I'm uh, pretty funky. Like It's been a weird wee week. Uh, come up to the end of uni and I'm now in that weird kind of in-between zone where I finished uni and I've accepted it summer but I haven't accepted that I need to start doing overtime. And, uh, do you know when like you go, I'm going to do that and then you have to do it and you're like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I used to, I remember the uni summers were always weirdly like weirdly timed with like there you'd have like a couple of weeks where it was good crack and you mm-hmm. were doing shit and but but the, sorry you'll have like you'll have two weeks worth of that in your whole summer but it'll not be in two weeks yeah. you'll have a day now <laughs> yeah. and then a day in like four weeks time yeah. and it'll add up to 14 days yeah. and the rest of your summer will be spent going why am i doing why am i going back to uni i fucking uh. <laughs> uh, that's what that's what i was like anyway for the whole time i was there so weird summers are good times though. yeah you know? i feel like i feel it's kind of like stockholm syndrome or that's not even the right thing but you, imposter syndrome sorry right. do you know when you feel like you should be doing something i, I sit in the home and i go I'll, I'll clean i'll do the dishes or something and i'll be sitting there playing call of duty at like 4 p.m i'm like something's not quite right here you feel i'm gonna be caught it. like yeah no that that is imposter syndrome but then yes there's it is like Stockholm syndrome too when you leave uni and you realise you actually you need you need to be held captive. <laughs> yeah. By it. Like, yeah, definitely. I've had that feeling. I st- I sometimes still feel that. Like at certain times of year I still associate it with What like, you'd be doing in uni. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I mean if I go down around if I'm like just even around like Queens or like Botanic in the autumn, I'm sitting yeah. there going this is I, uh you know, yeah, when, are the, when are those 3,000 word essays, do you, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was the same, because I've said to you before, but and I'm not trying to sound like big dick, but I remember like one of my first essays in, in Queens was like two, th- two and a half to 3,000 words. And like my first one for Ulster was like one and a half thousand, and people mm. were going, how am I going to fill the pages? And mm. uh, it's, I mean, it, if anything, I'm happy, because I mean, I, I was so bad at referencing that at least now, like, people are like, how are you good at this good at referencing? Because I've had two paid years of, uh, <laughs> yeah. of learning. I think, um, I just remember, I remember one day I was, I was sitting up in, uh, up in, up in the, one of the weird wee computer rooms in a building, made I sound so old, <laughs> there's a building that isn't even there anymore, <laughs> I get knocked down, South building on the Coleraine campus when I was doing my PhD, and uh, I had like, like I think like an end of year 
uh, sort of like assessment that you have to do at the end of first year, like an end of year vibe, they call it. Mm -hmm. But due to like a fuck up that was made, I had done the work for my end of year viva for my hundred day one, which was like three months into your okay. PhD. You're supposed to do like a bit of a chat and show them that you've done some work and okay. ex you know ex explain to the university why they should keep you on and explain to the funding people why they should keep paying you. Okay. Right. So that was quite stressy, but. My, I was given the checklist for the end of year viva for my 100 day one okay. so I did like a year's work in three months right Jesus and that's Christ. why I was always like I was Stressing always like six months ahead of everybody yeah, though yeah. like I finished early but during that time like during that uh, like the end of year thing I was putting together then stuff that was like you know a year a year and a half's worth of work really Jesus and I was putting it together and I think I'd done at that stage already like about 40 or 45,000 words or something of what my thesis was going to be and I had made like a couple of presentations and I had to sort of go through them and I'm sitting there and in the same computer room as me which was always sort mm -hmm. of deserted yeah. there was about four student teachers you know like and I don't know I know you're you know planning on yeah. doing that and I know that some of your mates do it I know Joel's a teacher or whatever mm -hmm student teachers love to talk about being student teachers right so they're sitting up the front yeah. of the room and I'm at the back because I'm cool as fuck that way and, um, and there's only me and them in the room yeah. and all I can hear is oh my god I mean see this project that Martin has given us oh my god it is like 1500 words and I'm sitting there going I shit 1500 words like don't even say yeah. to me my emails are 1500 words right yeah. and I was like nah I'm not having this yeah. and they wouldn't mate they just wouldn't show I, I have flashbacks yeah. to being in there and the room was depressing as fuck it had like um, do you know what it felt like it felt like it felt like a geography teacher had decorated it because it had like word art but just like the names of countries so we'd say Spain in like red and yellow oh. letters and France in blue and red, oh. you know, on a white background, and um, and it was like countries of the world and languages because I think it was like a language department okay. room. Yeah. I am. I ended up. I had to tell him to shut the fuck up. I was like, guys, I don't care how busy you think you are. Yeah. I'm actually busy in the printer's fuck. Stop talking before <laughs> a butcher all four years. But yeah. anyway, yes, I was very nice. Now, anyone who listens regularly will know we have a segment called the morning rogues where we kind of just go in on something i was looking for weird news this week and i came across a news article that said um oh i was speaking to Eva about it yes influencers uh slam uh walks and coffees as not appropriate not appropriate uh, date options i was like like who gives a fuck what do you think first of all so my problem this week is influencers why because as i see influencer and in that kind of word i just think someone who wants like free shit yeah and he's willing to do anything well it's weird because i think sometimes there's there's people who like there's people who do sponsorship stuff right yeah. or like you know they have say like a podcast or they have oh, yeah. something like yeah, that yeah. and you get a bit of you get a bit of like i'm gonna advertise like a a, a chippy or whatever or like a a product or yeah, something and fine, I actually like, think that's okay yeah, I think it's when it becomes a shit of like people getting in touch with businesses and going I've got a thousand I've, I've got you know ten thousand <laughs> I've got I've got I've got a thousand followers uh, <laughs> should I just delete, should I just delete this account um, no but it's like people go on and go I've got a hundred thousand followers 
uh, I'm going to come to your restaurant. Um, you know, what can you do for me? Uh, I can I can certainly have you pay full price for all the items. I'll feed you absolutely. And I will give you the bill. Like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. You don't deserve free stuff just because you've got people on your yeah. on, on your Instagram or on your socials. Uh, uh, f- fuck off. Um, in my day, mate, socials meant, um, you know, posh soirees that were held once a month. Um, <laughs> the autumn socials. Um, yeah, but it, mate, oh my God, like... It, it melts me. I mean, I've had I've had like people say to me, you know, could you give us a shout out for this or could you do that? And I'm like, yeah. absolutely, you mm-hmm. know, no problem. If I'm on somewhere, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I lo- if you want me to talk about Raffles Chippy Mint, I will. You know, if you want me, <laughs> if you want me to talk like, about yeah. Cambridge Barbers, I will. Yeah. Right, but like that's because I actually go there and use that. I would never want them to think I'm doing that so that you can get something. They can do yeah. things for me. I go there. I know the people that own those places and have a bit of crack on them and that's mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? I, I hate that, mate. Oh, I yeah. hate that hard. There was a, I don't know if you've heard of this, there's a, like, a, it's quite popular on Facebook. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't, you're not on Facebook. I'm not, I'm not on them anymore. No. There is a, there's like a cafe in Dublin called the White Moose Cafe. Have you heard of this place? I don't know. It's like a part of a hotel and I forget the name of the hotel, but this guy from Dublin, obviously he runs it and he runs the social media account. And he like he doesn't care like he, <laughs> he, he, he like this this Instagram influencer quote unquote like text them being like you know I can like do like like do you know like as if it's a contract like when I can do two posts and a couple of stories for you yeah. and he was just he just published it everyone was like nah um, <laughs> they're, they're absolutely fantastic they don't give a shit like that's funny like I don't know maybe I just think there's something really there's something shady I think about referring to yourself as an influencer. It's like it's self-aware, but like it's beyond that where you're not like. I just think I think there's a great deal of um, self-praise involved in a word mm. like that. Like yeah. I, I can influence people. Well, so can anybody. Yeah. I can go. I can say things are shit too. Yeah. Like gunpoint. You know helps, what I mean? Like, yeah. Like yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, you can. You can. You can talk to your mates, and yeah, if you've got you know a thousand followers, <laughs> if, you, if you've got loads of followers. You can publicly post about something, but like I don't know, man. I just find it. It's all quite negatively charged. That's what I'm yeah. about it. I mean, says the guy who you know does comedy gigs by slagging people off. But like <laughs> the it's it, there's a real negative charge to to calling yourself an influencer and like the a lot of the behavior around it is really negative as well. It's quite narcissistic. Like yeah. the the thing is written, written down as well. I, I don't know if you heard about this, but like during lockdown, there was like a big thing about, I mean, you probably heard like all people going, oh, I'm, I'm waved, these people still went on holiday. There was a big thing about like loads of influencers going to Dubai because they still needed to help their fans. And I love yeah. that. I love those. Yeah, like I'm, I'm doing this for the fans. You're like, mate. They don't care. I, I, lo- I love when... I love when news channels try to report on the death of a YouTuber as if like us as like oh this guy who made content for 400,000 people twice is dead yeah. I'm like who gives a fuck and like, as if they're not celebrating like cause I mean as far as I see it like traditional media like definitely hate the rise of things like YouTube and Twitch and things de- like that oh, definitely. Yeah. people above fucking 25 don't even understand what twitch is yeah they don't like i mean i i only half get twitch mm-hmm. like to be honest because i'm sort of like i would rather play a game than watch somebody else playing it. i i, I know I get it's like that. we it's twitch is like we brother syndrome 
Like, you know, like I used to sell yeah. watch like Artaki playing games. I remember he was a nightmare by the way. See yeah. if you like see if you did a turnabout. Yeah. You know, if you if you had a one player game, this is going back to the you know, the PS one like or something <laughs> like that. I remember we got the PS one and we had Resident Evil one, like, yeah. the, first, like the original Resident Evil. Sensational, right? Mm. And Daggy was smart because he'd always give you the first go. But he, he knew I would fucking die. Yeah. So he would let me die, use knowledge of like what I had just done yeah. to get past the first hurdle, <laughs> ensuring yeah. that he had a longer go. Mate, he would be on it. He was just good at games. He, yeah, was, he yeah. was just good at them. And he'd be on them forever. Like, I mean, you'd sit and watch him play it. He'd be on Resident Evil for mm. like three hours without dying. I'm sitting there going, like, when am I getting a go? Like, yeah. when, when is my go? And then it would all, you know, just as I start playing, you know, right, it's, uh, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. Switch off. And you're like, sweet, I'll go to bed and have nightmares about this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? One of the earliest, like, memories I have of Call of Duty was actually, well, I mean, my dad had, like, Call of Duty 1 and 2 in our house and I was never yeah. allowed to play them. Mm. But I remember, like, it was, like, one of the best days ever. We were, It was me, you, Decky, and Kevy, I think. And we all, we played four player split screen Modern Warfare. Um, Great times. And it was like, I I don't know what it was, but like as a child I had no concept of like wanting to cheat. So like there was no way I was looking at anyone else's screen. Um, You had had to stay true. Like it was so weird. (laughs) See see the jump between, between like, I think it was, yeah, between PS2 and Xbox jumping to PS3 and 360. Mm -hmm. That was like, that was epic. Yeah. That was because the jump really from like PS One to PS Two was, it was there like it was a jump, mm. but it, it was marginal. Like yeah. it wasn't you know kind of the way see the jump between like, uh, three sixty to Xbox One. Yeah. yeah, like you're going right. Okay, yeah, this is better. And whatever, there was a lot of shit with that. Though. Yeah. See when the three sixty came, I remember mm. literally looking at at the at the three sixty, and just I saw it once went in the game to buy something. I went, fuck this. I'm, I'm, I, I went to buy an Xbox game. Yeah. And I just went, fuck this. Take yeah. my student loan. I'm fucking, I'm <laughs> having this. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, I left myself skint to get the 360. Yeah. Like, um, I think when I first got it, it had Call of Duty 2, which was fucking great. Mm-hmm. And um, a shit game that I got with it, I think was Perfect Dark Zero. Shit. Um... And I had some racing game, and I got FIFA, but yeah. the first FIFA, mate, the first FIFA one, it was dog shit. Um, but uh, mate, great times. Yeah, three sixty was just like, oh, that so it's so it's it's actually really weird. Me and Joel talked about this as well. Where like Call Call of Duty Modern Warfare twenty nineteen was like. It was one of them. Do you know what you hear about? All it's so cringy, but you hear about like this. Oh, you, you never think about the last time you went out to play football with your mates that this would be the last time. See, playing Modern Warfare like twenty nineteen, it was like getting to relive yeah, the child and playing. It was it was so like the game felt nostalgic, like you hadn't left. And I I, I always I mean half the people who listen to this won't know what I'm on about, but Infinity Award kick the shit out of Treyarch oh, as far well, as yeah, I'm concerned no, like, no, definitely, I don't yeah. really go in for that zombie stuff like, I don't, as much, I don't like, care about that either yeah. like, I uh, give me give me um, I would, do you know what give me the original Modern Warfare now like, I yeah. would still play that it was amazing do you know what was shit though I got that and I think I got Modern Warfare 3 yeah. on the Xbox One when mm-hmm. they made them backwards compatible yeah. 
there's a whole night where we're trying to play them online though. They don't oh, really? like it just it, it doesn't work half the time. Oh, uh, it's full of cheaters, like full of like oh, really? oh, actual oh, hackers no, no. and pure nerds like you never like so have you never worried though when you see a good trailer that the trailer you, like about the game yeah yeah because i mean i played diablo and diablo 2 and the recruit it, it's a grind though like it's yeah. like a you know how you, you just sit it, it's like did you ever play um did you ever play like command and conquer or like uh blitzkrieg or anything like that oh. like the strategy games where in your mind you're not you're not even enjoying like you get to a point where you're not enjoying it anymore yeah. you're just grinding out results yeah. like just say, it's like football manager yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know like once you get past two or three seasons in football manager if you're winning yeah you're not even you're not actually going tactics anymore you're just yeah. going uh yeah that's right i have to i have taken Stephen H to the champions league like <laughs> you, you've picked right yeah, so yeah. it's like with diablo you've done everything you can do in it and then you're just going have to get you know have to get the next million points yeah. have to get the next million points or like in blitzkrieg you're like uh have have to take poland for the nazis like whatever it is like you're just you're just yeah. all you're doing is like you're just grinding results you're yeah. like you're not even consciously playing yeah. the game anymore you know i i have actually used that as a way to better call duty so i i'm, I'm a big fan of like grinding for camos if the camo's good um <laughs> now I don't know why I did this, but when I got the Xbox instead of the PlayStation, I, I got a new Activision ID. So right. I lost everything I had from the. So I, I had like gold for like the car and date, all the guns that I like, right, okay. and Obsidian for the MP5. Now Obsidian it was like you had to get 15 kills in like 150 matches. Um, so, but you could stack them, so you could get 30 kills, but like you were grinding like shipment 24 7, right? right yeah and shoot house and things like that shipment that wee tiny map yeah with, with like all the containers it's a speedball yeah. yeah I uh, I actually really like that that's a great map yeah. on MP5 yeah. I play it was really especially because you get the hip fire out of it now I've lost all that so I was grinding and I was like what gun would I want to get anything and I was like I want obsidian on the car so I've got gold for it and it's mounted mounted kills but I've got I've got up gold and now I'm doing obsidian. I see trying to do obsidian like you have to do shoot or you have to do shipment because it's the only map where you'll spawn enough times and not be outgunned. Hopefully enough times where you can get a lucky couple of shots off. And if you get fourteen kills, doesn't matter. You don't get the point. Uh, so I have to get uh, it is one hundred and fifty. I've got uh, sorry you have to get fifteen right sorry you have to get fifteen kills one hundred and fifty times with that gun. Oh, so that's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like what that uh, is grand. That, yeah, that is that is pure. Um, uh, and I've had I've had the cam on the MP five and see me and Joel both got it and, and we were just sitting there looking at it like is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I often find that's that's the thing with grind mate. You get it. Diablo, <laughs> need to get the next million. You get it. And you're like need to get a trillion. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. You're just you're just collecting coins and yeah. watching you know need to kill another forty goblins. Like it's just like you start setting yourself with goals. But yeah. Then, fuck. I uh, I remember the first time. Remember the first time uh, on Call of Duty it says do you do you have what it takes for prestige? Oh or yeah, something? yeah. And you go, what's prestige? Am I going? Oh my god, am I going to be getting like? Am I going to get to drive like a tank or something? Yeah. Take it. And it's like you're back to the M16. And you're like. No, yeah. like yeah. no one knows what it is. Yeah. No, in the first like you know, in the first week or two of having Call of Duty, yeah. no one was talking about that because nobody got there yet. It's all pussied out now. Have you seen like if you prestige? Like, I mean, in Cold War, because the way they've merged the new Call of Duties with Warzone, 
anyone will tell you like the leveling system is fucked right. but um, anyone will tell you, you exactly know, up to a 55 year old woman <laughs> yeah like, what do you think yeah. <laughs> but on Modern Warfare it worked you get up to level 155 and it would st- that's the highest you get for that season and then when the new season came out it would be like a, but seasons and games mm. very Fortnite invention I'm going to say I don't like seasons mate, I have to say as a like it demands the, change though the, in the game I will, so. I will say one of the things that Siege has done well is it's developed it's maintained the kind of esports vibe yeah and it's developed loads but there's th- some of the developments mate I just go it like it's not really positive like it's mm-hmm. it's not well to my taste it's not positive like do you know what I mean some of the some of the gadgets in it now and all and some of the operators are just, and there's operators that get banned every game like it's always Anyone Jackal ratchet, and, yeah, and yeah, it's always Clash yeah. it's always Jackal Clash Thatcher mm-hmm. it's always the same shit and yeah. you're just sitting there going why don't you just take him out of the game then yeah. you know what I mean like or, or leave it so that you can only play them on ranked or something yeah or make it so that you can't ban them and yeah. fuck it you have yeah. to play with them you know you're not I mean? actually like competing like, yeah like, yeah, I, like, I know mate I hate, I hate the community so much in that, in that game uh, but yeah what else you want to talk about because we've probably we have the board, legs yeah. of everyone like. now moving on to spill the coffee beans um, this is something we we'll do when we have a guest on mm. um, but it's some it's like a guilty pleasure now, I'm going to tell you mine and you're going to think of one um, I've, I've already got about four like I actually remember when you said about it the other day and I because I downloaded the song and I listened to it and I and I there's very few things that you like that I won't like mm. and I listened to that song and I don't even remember like I, I have the I remember the album artwork was a bit Mm, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was was it Kings or what was the name of years the song? Years and years. Years and King. years. Was that the King? Was that the name of the song? King. Song, or yeah. Um, it's great. It sounded like a FIFA song. Like it, it very could. Mate, but, yeah. There's another one. Other song sounds like a wee FIFA song called "If You're Over Me." Tune. Is it good? Is, I like. Mate, you, I know that. Very, very, I was. I, I will say, and I don't like saying it, but I was disappointed because. There's very few mutual recommendations you give me that I it's will true. turn my nose up at. See, I thought you might like them because there is a bit of a George Michael vibe at times off them. Like a, it's well produced. Pop yeah. Mid. Like the bass sounds are rich. You've got nice sort of like poppy vocals and like really like you know just loads of musical ideas in the same thing. Yeah. Like I know it sounds really stupid, but like a like quite a lot of songs just have one or two ideas in yeah, them like there's a lot yeah. like maybe six or seven wee yeah. bits where you go wee things are for you to hook on to I don't know they are a guilty pleasure though because yeah. I do feel guilty about it because they are so poppy yeah. and so like you know like upbeat and all and like yeah. most of the stuff I listen to is like you know mate do you want to listen to the other day like I've been mate I've been listening <laughs> to like hardcore music since I was like 12 mm-hmm. right and I don't mean like happy hardcore like yeah. you know Scooter you know <laughs> although see to be fair last year yeah. Scooter got Scooter got a fair bit of play around <laughs> yeah. here like, so he did see at um, we don't give a penny I don't even know what that means <laughs> fuck 2020 <laughs> like, whatever have you heard that song no. fuck 2020 with Scooter no. mate doesn't even rhyme half of it doesn't even <laughs> rhyme there's a bit in it where he just goes like yeah <laughs> There's a couple of he just makes noises. There's a couple of noises. There's one where he goes ah, like that, where he's nearly laughing, and then there's one where he just goes, 
Like I like, Ugh. it's fucking really funny. But there's there's bits in the song that don't even rhyme. Like where he's going, yeah. like um, he's like he says something about it, like what a year, and then the next thing he's like fuck twenty twenty. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking <laughs> rare. It's funny. But uh, I've been listening to like hardcore bands, like yeah. uh, Killswitch Engage. I was, actually it was about thirteen when I discovered them, but Killswitch Engage and like Shadows Fall. Bands like that, I made Shadows Fall. I've started listening to them again recently. Mm-hmm. Glory and like bleeding through and stuff. But yeah, I've also been listening to loads of like pop punk from when I was like 14, like stuff that yeah. was on TV on this weird wee channel that used to be on a digital TV, like called mm-hmm. P Rock. And uh, it's all like pop punk yeah. bands. I've been just flat out listening to that. So there's not a lot of like new shit that I really mm-hmm. like, to be fair, like my musical taste pretty much stopped developing when I was about 20 yeah. so you know I like what I like and, and that's pretty and much it like, but occasionally the gate. occasionally a years and years will show up or like uh, who else do I like it's Bruno Mars mate really I'll not, I'll not have there's a guilty pleasure for you Bruno I'll not have a bad word said about that <laughs> bastard I love him mate I would, I would he's very talented do, do you know how good Bruno Mars is to me mm-hmm. and how guilty the pleasure is yeah. I would flat out go to that gig alone I wouldn't care <laughs> I would go see Bruno Mars by myself just stand well and be like leave the door open mate like do you know what's funny about that song? I'll catch a grenade for you. Have you have you heard that fucking song? No. That song is out at the minute. Mate, it's all over the radio, like fucking, I'm gonna leave a door open. Right? <laughs> Mate, it, like, it's what I would sing to myself if I, like, there's nobody here to take a yeah. shit with the door open. Um, but yeah, it, uh, leave the door open's a tune, fucking, what do you call that one? Uh, Lucky for you, that's what I like, yeah. That's a tune. Uh, you had a song called Locked Out of Heaven. And oh, I remember when it came out, because I said to you, I remember saying of... before you listened to it, and I remember feeling so smug. I went, the guitar is very the police slash thing. And then you went, I'll be the judge of that. And of course, GCSE Music B, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's true. It is, I was, it's such a rip-off of Message yeah. in a Bottle. The whole, the whole vibe, yeah. the sound of the bass, the sound of the guitar. So message in a bottle still tune no and then his I've, voice I've is for- fantastic. I've forgiven him for that to be fair. Yeah. I forgave him when he brought it up Town Font and went, that's it, mate. My dad wouldn't done. stop listening to that. Don't that's care. all he sang in our house. Don't care who you've murdered. Stay yeah. steal money from Granny's yeah. up Town <laughs> Font, mate. Great song. He's he, brilliant. He's definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. I mean, I don't listen to him as as such. Like I mean, he's he's one of those people where I like I, I would distinguish him between Ed Sheeran because I, I, I used to kind of like Ed Sheeran's old stuff but I would turn Ed Sheeran off if he came on now whereas I don't listen to Bruno Mars but he's good so I like I wouldn't turn him off if he came mm-hmm. on kind of a thing um, I thought I'd turn him on but anyway um, <laughs> my guilty pleasure is Minecraft now I know we're going back to gaming so I'll keep this very swift but um, my everyone if you haven't heard of Minecraft do turn off because it's like it is such a cult. It's such a cult game. I just never got into it. Did you, ever, did you play it? I saw you playing it. Really? Yeah, I remember you playing it. I remember. You, there's just. I remember you being into yeah. it. I, it. The look of it used to stress me out. Like it's like all QB. I, yeah. hit, I hate. I hate the. I don't mind. There's a game I'm playing at the minute. I'm not even sure how you pronounce it. If it's Noida or Noida or whatever on PC, mm-hmm. and it's like it's a pixel thing. It's all yeah. pixels, and you play. You're like a wee wizard guy. Mm-hmm. And you can like 
all every pixel in the in the screen mm-hmm. is destructible. It's actually quite good crack, right? It's really weird. I haven't really got that far into it because it's just I die like immediately yeah. every time I play it. Yeah. Push you back to the start every time. It's like a really oh, okay. old school game. But yeah, um, but the look of Minecraft, I don't know, mate. I think it was did it, it came out around the time? Did it come out around the same time as Meat Boy? I like early two thousands. I like I like I like Meat Boy and Super Meat Boy, and they were kind of. I don't know. Very arcadey. I mean, I mean, Minecraft has grown like so much, and I'm not trying to make a case for it. But, but the thing about it is, is even on Xbox now, it's because Microsoft bought Mojang, which make Man- Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a complete. I forget the name. Of the, I used to remember the name of it, but like it's uh, well, it's a completely like the world's infinite. So like it, it's like a like a, the game itself. The download is like two hundred megabytes, mm-hmm. but like it's infinite. Um, which is like. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, whereas um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is finite and <laughs> you know t- takes the economy easy. of a small company yeah. or a small a small country to fucking download it. Yeah, it's a nightmare. And then uh, there was one. There was, one, there was an update off. today. Uh, you just reminded me. There's an update today. Fifteen gig. Fuck no off. news about what it is. And I just had the text show. I was like, "Turn your Xbox on now, so we can actually play." Uh, I hate the bed. Fuck, I hate that. Yeah, I hate that now. Yeah, I know that it's because people are like. Update the games, making making them better apparently. Yeah. But man, fuck me, like see the. It seems to be patches rather than like improvements. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of the time, and I also hate that. Hate like I know, like I've I've just got the Xbox One there, so I don't have the the next gen console yet, because my PC is really where mm-hmm. I play. Like and um, it fuck me. See that shit of like when you buy it out of the box, it's got like you know here's like eight hours of shit. I'm like. Yeah. Well, having the fucking liftness and plugging it in, yeah, and it fucking worked. Like, yeah. do you know, mate? Sorry, that's like another. That's the wee... problem with Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah. That's like the Christmas easiest time. way. To, yeah, because like when I when they got the my mum and dad got the Xbox for me. Like, there was like two days before Christmas. I was like downloading Call of Duty on to make sure, and I, I mean, I mean, obviously it's still fantastic, but like, there's just a bit of the magic that's gone yeah, from just going also, on like, and it and just you know. Also, if you are. If you have kids, yeah, and you're getting that for your like young kids, yeah, don't don't like make sure you you do those updates. Oh yeah, you know, send them out on the twenty third, like <laughs> yeah. and fucking get those updates done because That's you know what I mean. Santa is the sort of guy who updates before <laughs> yeah before uh, Christmas morning, mate. That would fucking melt yeah. me. Like I, I like I know, mate. Uh, things are so, mate. The world has changed so much. Like. And I don't know why I'm getting philosophical, <laughs> but like it's mad to me going, like even just in terms of games mm-hmm. in my in my lifetime, it has gone from like, you know, uh, what we had on the like the BBC Acorn personal computer we had, mm-hmm. where like my dad, your granddad, actually made games for us. Like he coded Jeez. he coded them, yeah. and put them on the de- like. And I like when I say a floppy disk, I don't mean like the wee hard. Do you oh, even remember them? That the ones that I don't even like remember them. Tray in the middle. Yeah, yeah, but not even that. The ones before that that were literally floppy, like Jesus. right, yeah. and uh, it just had like a wee film inside it. Yeah, and um, it was like a wee plastic sort of pocket. Nearly. Yeah, and it was it was literally floppy, and he he coded a game. Mate, tell you what, one of the games he coded was fucking lethal. Mm-hmm. He coded this game that was like a 
a horse racing thing where you like it was a gambling thing yeah. class teach your kids how to gamble <laughs> but like it was a thing where you, you went in that was like done like it was called like Barney's Foods Bookies right <laughs> and you went in and there was a list of horses mm-hmm. and um, the odds and yeah. you could bet money you had a certain amount of money you would yeah. bet money and you could spread it all right yeah. and there was multiple races and multiple horses and all and then you could bet and then you actually watch the race and it's all these wee horses just run, like just dotting across yeah. the screen and then, like, if your horse won, you got you obviously won yeah. money. You could bet more, and that was like the game. But it was lethal. But you're going. It's gone from that to like stick on VR headset and actually freak out, yeah. or like you know, like yeah, sitting going, sitting complaining, going fifteen gigs, mate. You couldn't even like these these whole the whole games we would have would have been like. I I don't even think there would have been megabytes. Like a Friday because I was watching. And it was I don't I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was what you're talking about with the floppy disk, where it was like the first like hard drive. You're talking like max five hundred megabytes, and when they showed you what five hundred megabytes looked like, it's like massive like boxes like mm. storage of of data, and like that is nothing now. You mm. couldn't get anything like that's like the yeah, YouTube video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah, <sighs> it blows my mind now. Um, actually, quickly, on this I'm putting this to you. You must listen, and you must give, and it does sound stupid, but I remember when you used to like you would have been. Don't know if Miles Davis is the right person, but you would have had like a lot of like uh, trumpet and sa- like mm-hmm. maybe sax on the car. Minecraft music isn't the exact same, but there's something about Minecraft music in the game, and there's a, like there's a few studies about it where like the way they do the music in it, because you'd think Minecraft would be like an adventure game where because mm-hmm. you're like it's limitless, you can do whatever you want. There's like certain things you can do, like bosses and things like that. You think it'd be like an adventure kind of game. The music is like, it's like weirdly nostalgic. Like, and I know it's because I might play it when I was a kid, but I would recommend it's really, really relaxing. So I'll leave that with you. Nice. But um, quickly, actually, on the listeners' questions, um, I'm very unprofessional here. Let me see. Jack Core, um, a fan of yours, actually, mm-hmm. um, went to my school. Uh, he's an MMA fighter, so we could kill both right, of okay. us. Um, and he's actually fought for Northern Ireland, but anyway, um, he asks, and I actually don't know if you, I know you'll definitely, I mean, obviously you know both of these bands, but I don't know if you like one of them, um, Oasis or Blur? Fuck. I was always Oasis. I remember yeah. when, Jesus, like, mate, again, this just makes me feel ancient, like, I'm 34, mm-hmm. but I feel like so old. In 95, they had this war between Oasis and Blur. Like, really? It was, it was like a, it was the like his uh, what we call like Brit pop was doing mm-hmm. really well all over the world, and they were at the front of it. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I, at that time, I was always Oasis. Yeah, like, always like the the two songs. Like there was like a they both released albums. So like Blur uh, released the album that had like uh, what we call them? like a country house or whatever. Losing a house, very big house in the country, yeah. right? I sound exactly like him, and, <laughs> and then uh, Oasis released "What's the Story, More and Glory." Right? Yeah, now, you're not that. <laughs> historically, victory goes to me. Our uh, my sister, our Sheila, she was like, she was Blur. I love Blur. I love Blur. And yeah. I was like, it's all about Oasis. But the song that Oasis released to go against uh, Country House, mm-hmm. whatever it was called, the they released "Love It." Right? Yeah. And so Blur, Blur won. Blur, yeah. Blur got number one with our song. Yeah. Oasis were number two. I believe Blur won the battle. Not the war. And Oasis yeah. won the war. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, they did, mate. I mean, that made that album. Just the singles off that album are yeah. silly. 
like Double Back in Anger, uh, Wonder Wall, Champagne Supernova, Champagne Supernova, mate, that's that's silly. I'm rolled and you're that's like, mental. you know what I mean? It's like there are there are albums that come out every now and again. The you just you go, everyone's that was mental. Yeah, like so, Californication, yeah, a mental album. Like if you mm-hmm. actually, that's that's probably like. That's that's definitely up there with like favorite albums of all yeah. time. By the way, like, I mean that's a contender for number one. Like, I mean, yeah. sorry, I know we're meant to be talking about Blurring Oasis, <laughs> but like, let's let's talk about the Chili's yeah. instead. No, but, like, <laughs> like, if you think about like when when Blurring Oasis were doing that battle thing, I just thought Oasis were like cooler. I think their music's their music's more accessible. Put it that way. Yeah, Blur are definitely like um, like more like academic in the way they do music just yeah. I think and it's more like this is why it works rather than for me does it sound instantly good Yeah, it's definitely to me like their songs grow on me over time more than oh, I really love these ones I don't really love them I never did yeah. and that, like but even then like it's not it's not really my type of music and yeah. I'm gonna throw this out there the band I liked the most around that time that were doing that type of music Ocean Colour Scene. They're my they're they were my band. Like I went to see I me and Arsheela went to see Oasis and Ocean mm-hmm. Colour Scene and like Ocean Colour Scene were supporting them. I was there to see them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That like Riverboat song, fucking yeah. bam, 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 bam. That's the only one I know that they do. Like oh, I mean, really? it's a classical. Get the, they have an amazing greatest hits called Songs Songs for the Front Row. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's classic. Where would you where would you rank uh, the Stone Roses and all of this? Because they're not, they're they're probably more like influential on bands that I like more than me actually liking them. Really? Yeah. What do you not like about the Stone Roses? The vocals mostly. Really? I'm not really into Ian Brown. Your dad, I think, likes him. Is that right? Do you know what's weird about this? I liked Ian Brown before I knew that he sang, and like Mm. I I heard F E A R, and I was like, Mm. like I love this song. And then it like I loved that when I was a child, and then it it yeah. took me till I started Queens because I never listened to the Stone Roses because not to be a dick, but Smex in my school liked it, and I went I not not like an academic oh I won't like this peasant music more in like a I I probably won't like this yeah. like uh, I just never listened to it, um and I just think there's something the certainly the guitar I forget his name it's escaping me um the guitarist in the Stone Roses um is absolutely unreal mm. like the riffs they do like i want to be adored uh waterfall is a classic um i just i i can't believe that you don't like them and i mean the they're thing, okay like i mean it, I, again they're probably a band that have to come on ago right i will say fool's gold mm-hmm. reminds me of fifa because that yeah, was like a big yeah. fifa tune when i think fifa 95 or something like that but um i know it just it just doesn't it never it never did it for me like even when i was younger mm. like <clears throat> Factor in like that whenever I was quite young yeah. and those bands were out, I was making choices about them when I was like eight, nine, ten. Like, and yeah. I mean, I say making choices. I mean, like, you're going, mm, don't really like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the stuff I made, I was into like, I mean, a lot of influences, having mm-hmm. a lot of brothers and sisters and whatever, mm-hmm. and even like cousins. Yeah. You, you get like, you know, Two of my cousins, the twins, they were like, they were big Iron Maiden fans. Yeah. And I remember hearing Iron Maiden in their house and going, what the fuck's this? This yeah. is mental. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Sounds like the sort of shit that comes on in like action sequences in films and cartoons. I yeah. love that. Right? 
and I, I was getting sort of towards like an hour yeah. meeting from I was about eight or nine mm-hmm. and then uh, my brothers were listening to like Guns N' Roses and bands like that mm-hmm. and like um, maybe maybe I'm like interpolating this but I think they were listening to like uh, like Pantera and stuff as yeah. well and then you would have had like um, you know what do I call them and then like our, our guards were all listening to like Erasure and you Ultra know Vox, Pet Shop yeah. Boys and Ultra yeah Ultravox yeah. George Michael Drum, Drum. and what do you call them uh, Bon Jovi and I got into Bon Jovi really in a big way mate I I am um, like I, I I could do a good Bon Jovi section for you on another episode. <laughs> yeah. Like I was into them, and then when they brought out that album uh, that had like "It's My Life" and all, I think it was mm-hmm. called "Crush" or "Crash" or something. Crush. Um, I liked that album, and then I and then it tuned out like uh, pretty much after that. Their stuff got too. I don't really like. I mean, he's talented. I just don't really like him. I what I actually just flashed in the head a quick when <clears> I ask you before going the next question. I, I've never, like, because when you were speaking about your influences there, um, you've never told me, like, how did you discover John Martin? So, um, I love this, though, because it's like, Oasis or Blur, and I'm like, Bon Jovi. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, mate, here's, a, here's a, a sad little truth about me. Yeah. When I was, like, 10, mm-hmm. I had a Bon Jovi sticker on my school bag. There you go. From Smash Hits <laughs> Magazine. Oh, no. And I was gutted whenever I had to get a new school bag. Like, I, I raged, right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, ra- I rage quit that day. So, John Martin, uh, I remember there was a lot of fuss about him from uh, two guys that I used to do music with. So, mm-hmm. like, Johnny, yeah. uh, the taught you guitar, and I was in a band with him for a long time, like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Well, it wouldn't have been 10 years. Fuck. No, uh... Five years, five years, and then yeah. So like, it felt like ten yeah. uh, when you're in fucking four gigs. Away. Yeah. Um, so he, him and his dad, his dad uh, had like, his dad could play the piano and the guitar yeah. and was really good both of them, and he could sing a bit as well. But he was really he was really good in the piano, yeah. right? And he had a, he had an original from the seventies, like Fender Rhodes. Uh, you know that warm keys sound you get on yeah. John Martin on Solid Earth yeah. I'm very um, passionate yeah. of <laughs> he had one of those and I remember him playing it one night and like literally nearly shit myself Yeah. and he was like oh it's, it's like John Martin type sound and I was like I'm going to have to fucking find <laughs> yeah. out more about this and then uh, the guy who used to play music with Kev also called John he he had talked a bit about John Martin said mm-hmm. I'd probably like him and so Kev had the Solid Hour album mm-hmm. and I fucking stole it. Yeah. And I still have it. I stole his CD of that. <laughs> um, an outrageous album. It is. And then, nice. so I was listening to it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I was sort of, I got to a point where Johnny moved yeah. uh, to London and I was staying here to do a PhD and I still wanted a gig. But at yeah. that point, like, I'd, I'd been lucky where like the thing that I was doing in music was singing mostly yeah and I could play a guitar a wee bit and but I'd all I'd been in bands with guys who could really play the guitar yeah so there was not really any need or room for me to be playing the guitar whenever yeah. you've got like you know fucking lower treader sitting beside you like <laughs> there's no point right so 
they Johnny would have played the guitar a lot more and I would have sung a lot more. And when he left, if I wanted to keep those gigs, yeah, like I knew I could sing, but yeah. I had to like I had to up the guitar game immensely. And I remember talking to a solo guitarist about it, and he said, "Look, why don't you, why don't you pick a couple of songs that you like that mm. any time you try to learn them, you go, this is a fucking nightmare." And he goes, "And just learn them, just keep doing it, just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it." Mate, and I was like, "Right, so I learned yeah. never because it's a great song, but it's a bad sort of body, yeah. right?" And see, just from learning that, mm-hmm. the amount of things that opened, like that, just changed my whole attitude towards music. Like, yeah. Um, I changed my total attitude towards playing the guitar in terms of just like actually I can learn the stuff that seems mental yeah. and really difficult if I spend the time so I learned loads about about rhythm and about different tunes mm-hmm. and then I learned a load of John Martin songs and then from there I was listening to like rare John Martin stuff like, yeah. and what I, one thing I really like about John Martin is and I like this about about artists in general like when they have a long career mm-hmm. and there's there's sections nearly of their career so like John you can Martin hear different you, versions of them yeah, yeah if you listen to like early John Martin like first two three albums it's really like folk revival yeah. like you know uh, kind of like early James Taylor a bit like, like John Bob Baptist Dylan. he does like yeah. things like that yeah, yeah like that. Um, Spencer the Rover all that yeah. sort of stuff right and then then he finds that sort of he found that kind of um, that sound yeah. of like Bless the Weather and Solid Air and yeah. there's two or three albums of that and then he starts going in for like slightly harder rock sound Yeah. and then he marries those two things together so like in the 80s you get him where he's essentially um, he's like lead singer nearly of like a like a like a jazz band, yeah. Really like. And then in the nineties, he sort of went back towards that solid earth sound. Yeah. And then he obviously passed away in in, in the noughties, like. But it's just like, I love that about him. There and his voice changes over time. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, gradually his voice is tends to be getting worse in some ways, but it changes a lot from being yeah. like really crisp and like you know, strong <laughs> was composed by Spencer yeah. the Rover, right into like. You know, zuba zuba doo and you're like, you know, sweet sudden surprise. Right? <laughs> um, and then around that time when I was learning that, they brought out the Island Tears box set, and I bought it and just fucking digested it. Like, it's Flitter. amazing. So, Ease. good question. But that's how I got into it, and that's kind of how. Then when I was writing stuff around that time, he was a huge influence on like, on what I was doing. You know, it's weird though. Like a lot of my heroes, like people that I sort of take inspiration from in terms mm-hmm. of like being not just like I, I don't look at John Martin and just go he influences me in terms of music Yeah, he influences me now as a writer like yeah. and uh, even as a comedian in some mm-hmm. ways right and um, it's like people like uh, nearly all of mine are like absolute ragers for trying yeah. so like uh, you know John Martin and like um, Richard Burton I'm not a big hero of mine, like, yeah. but like, absolutely love the pint, like, yeah. um, or even like other singers that I like tend to have addiction problems and stuff. So I don't know, but you know, all, all, yeah, <laughs> all my heroes are smackheads. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's what it is. Gives them more experimental music. There's that one song John Martin does. Uh, I think it's One World, and it just yeah. like I I I went to go to bed. I went to go to bed, and I had my phone on shuffle, and that came on. I was like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. Last question. Um, that comes from Abigail. Who's the first? I mean, 
people are hugging so it doesn't matter but who's the first person you're going to hug when this is all over my wife and on I'm that still, note, <laughs> I know, still, still, still hugging away. Mate. I know it was like I'll hug you right now, mate. I know, mate. It's weird. Uh, yeah, a lot of things. Mate, to be honest, it's it's weird to say. A ton of things haven't changed for me. So I know, get that. Like I spend a lot of time. I'm a hermit. Like you know, yeah. what I mean? generally, like that's always happening. Always. The first, the only thing I missed was coffees. Like yeah, going out and like yeah. just just driving down Lisburn Road and spotting game and uh, just going for that coffee and something about wearing a mask indoors really bothers me mm. like I mean it's, it's probably the fact that I just can't I just look like like one of those wee things from Among Us like the wee imposters <laughs> but uh, it's just no it's melting don't get me wrong yeah. it's melting I think I actually I think the more actively like uh outdoors you are the more melting it probably yeah. has been and I think generally speaking then that means the younger you are you know I think it would be such a melt if you'd had to try to deal with schools or not yeah and the whole way school's been handled has been a joke I felt bad for Aoife especially because yeah. like she's not where I am where I have a car and I get, if, if we yeah. are going for like a like a socially licensed coffee at Starbucks we can do that in cars yeah Aoife's like trans like like yeah, which is yeah, a nightmare it's, no it's rare like I think then obviously people are studying too just generally like I mean you know you're a student as well and like the whole way you're being taught even though people are putting efforts in and th- it's just not it's not tried and tested as it like yeah. so it's just not maybe what it could be so it's it's probably been shitter definitely and then if you're still into like going out for a drink and all that it's mm-hmm. probably been shit but yeah. I don't really drink I don't really go out looking to go into bars unless I'm doing a gig in them so it hasn't really been that bad and it hasn't affected yeah. them my work really so uh, like negatively like so uh, you know I, w- I would be lying yeah. to complain about it yeah. do you know what I mean but I also don't want to sound like I'm fucking bragging or discussing oh, yeah. how shit it's been yeah. for people you know um, I've been really lucky in that way so yeah well Twaggy it's what been hap- what a happy no ten that all I know I know and here we everything's are everything's great for me fuck the millions <laughs> um, it, you know see in fairness I was saying this to Joel and I was saying this I know, I know it's like, it's it's not, everything isn't the same, but largely, like, after, like, a few months of lockdown, I was like, not, like nothing really is left to come back except bars and cinemas, and I go to the cinema once in the blue moon. I missed the cinema before. To, yeah, I mean, I am, um, me and my dad have already planned, I mean, we're watching Mortal Kombat when I get home, but, what a show, um, like, have I'm, you seen I'm, the new no, one? No, no, I'm saying, like, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then... I'm also looking, sorry, I'm also looking forward to this one. It's called Nobody. I don't know if it's good. It has Bob and Kirk, you know, Better Call Saul. Oh, really? He's in it. And it's like an action thing. It looks good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a few good horror films. I say good. Hyped. Um, the Conjuring 3. The Devil Made Me Do It. And The Unholy. Now, The Unholy, I got an advert for on YouTube. And I was like, why are they advertising a horror film? But anyway. My adverts on YouTube were hilarious at the moment because I took off all my like personal data from it. So they're trying to guess what you like. <laughs> yeah, so like the are advertising like business options for me in China and like <laughs> cryptocurrency. Um, yeah, and advertising like uh like weird like uh weird cartoons and stuff and I'm going, What is this? Like, <laughs> I am the mystery box. Yeah. Um but yes, Twaggy, thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute well. pleasure. Have you anything to plug? Are you doing anything? I'm doing fuck all. Uh I think I'll I'll plug um 
a plug where I first year, but because it's fucking great. And, um, that was brilliant from Darren. Yeah, and um, and then, uh, let me see. No mate, I have some gigs coming up, but like I'm just I'm I'm just tagging along and doing support on Shane's outdoor thing, outdoor tour, and that's, that's right. about it. Otherwise, no. Other otherwise I'll see you on the online battlefields, mate. <laughs> I'll be the guy snapping you from across the map and going, Did you see that? Um, you'll see no. the glint and then you'll see no more. But um <laughs> Thank you very much, Swaggy. Um and yes, thanks very much for everyone listening. Um good day. Shabbat.